Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Yes, angels, come on in here. Come on in, angels. Oh, thank you, Charlie. Okay, coming right away, Charlie. Welcome to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg, and we're like Einstein over here. Lord willing, most of my listeners are in their quest to become more angelic. Instead of demonic, we do live in this world, by the way. And we have no special talents. We're just passionately curious. Passionately curious about all things pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here? And where is it that we want to go? Well, certainly we do not want to be persuaded in our lives by angels. Unless they are... (laughs) godly angels. Since we tied up Epstein's epiglottis, literally and figuratively, that series is done. We got bored, and if I was bored, I knew you would be bored. But let's take one caveat from that story, those three episodes, and let's continue on with it. I believe these Victoria's Secret Secrets models are referred to as angels. Moreover, I've never watched one of those shows. Why is that, Eric? I'm not going to defile myself that way. I wasn't going to defile my wife that way. And if you're looking to improve your largesse or gain popularity by showing yourself... Hmm. Well, certainly it's worldly. People will consume it. Heathens will consume it. But are you an angel, Giselle? Bungeon, am I pronouncing it right? Here's what I have to say about her. I have no idea who she is. I think she probably atoned, sought repentance became a more godly, a real attempt to become more angelic in her quest to be a mother, a wife, and live quite a tenure with good old Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time. But I think she got tired of looking for a shadow that simply was not there. At what point did Tom have enough? How do you operate at that level and still be at home with her or those kids? No, granted, I'm sure they had nannies. It wasn't all on her. And I think left to his own device without instrumental parents. We've talked about that in other episodes. From what I understand, Brady's parents were amazing. They've been by his side the whole time. In fact, according to press releases, they've been by his side all during this divorce. 
When you have a support system, it's wonderful. Remember our last episode? If the external environment is different from the internal environment, you're going to have a very tough time in doing what it is that you truly are seeking to do. And no podcast can help you with that. We certainly know that Tom Brady was large in his own mind, or else he couldn't have accomplished what he did. And we've discussed that ad nauseum. Anyone can focus on anything with laser-like precision. Leave everything else aside. Oh yeah, he can attempt to balance it, attempt to be a good husband, attempt to be a good father. There is no way that could have occurred adequately. Yes, people have thresholds. What's good for one is good for another. Maybe he provided enough. I don't see how that could take place. That was a full-time job for 20-plus years, man, and then some. You cannot do that and be there and still be back at home. And in order to compete and perform in that capacity, even when you are home, you are still doing something to mold that finished product and or constantly deliberating it in your head. It is an impossibility to think otherwise. So I'm sure she got tired of that shit. Lord willing, she left her angelic origins and became something different. That's their story. I know neither one of them. Maybe one of my listeners does. Thus becomes the delicate balancing act of life, right? Put your faith in the Lord. Seek guidance there. He will steer your path. Without it, nothing can be accomplished. But what I wanted to mention is, and take this in a different way, excuse me. It may offend some of y'all. Honestly, if it does, then you probably need to look into it. Who in God's green earth is going to buy that product, Victoria's Secret, that Les Wexner has pimped and become enormously wealthy selling? And with his wife by his side. She knows that he's defiled every time he sits and watches these people parade up and down. In fact, she's right there. She's defiled as well. But she's pushed all that aside for that life. Okay, well, I can respect that. Hey, she's not hiding anything. I don't mind being around naked women and having them parade around my husband and, and us creating an empire together under those auspices. But is it right for you? Hmm. Is one set of lingerie enough for your marriage? Okay, I mean, it's worn one time. So the next time you plan on making love, do you need another set or another piece? And the time after that, another set, another piece? Are you constantly recreating some form of a new version because your spouse or whoever in hell you're doing this with is not simply good enough? Do you need that? Are you that flawed as a man in order to perform in that way with hopefully your wife 
Is whatever in your wife's head and psyche so corrupted that she believes that she needs that to entice you into doing so? Do you see where I'm going with this? When Adam and Eve, now I know they ended up getting a fig leaf, right? But you don't think that God could have woven them a tapestry of animal skins, flora, leaves, vines, and made the old version of negligee? He said, you're naked. That ought to be good enough. And isn't that what intimacy truly is? Nothing else but each other. Nothing to corrupt you. You want to go and purchase lingerie and or you as a woman may go and purchase it. Where it's been designed by, I don't know, are there many straight men designing lingerie? I'm going to go ahead and guess if it's a man designing it, he's probably gay. Oh, you're going to get on me, Eric? Oh, you're talking about gay people? I don't give a what you think about that, I bet the facts will support it. There are women designing and modeling and putting them up on computer models and or real models and or live models what it is that your wife or girlfriend is going to be wearing. Where's the originality in that? Where is the self and or holiness in that? And to go back to the gay comment, Give me an effing break, dude. I had an uncle that died of AIDS in 1989 at the height of the AIDS epidemic. Later on, my wife went to an epidemiologist that treated her for Lyme disease. But previous to that had made her name this lady physician treating AIDS patients at the Seven Oaks Hospital, now defunct in Houston. My uncle was one of them. I was a pallbearer at his funeral. I used to go around with him and his partners as a young boy. You think I don't know about the culture and the lifestyle? Yeah, I loved that dude. He was full of vibrancy. Time with him was like a Seinfeld episode. People always coming and going. He was one of the preeminent hairstylists in all of New York. He left Texas because his father was a pillar in the church community, and they just couldn't abide that. And he probably went through hell with this man as a young man, knowing that this was his proclivity. Well, he took off and he made a life. I was with all those gay guys, those gay ladies. They treated me like a king. I enjoyed my time with them. And then when he got progressively sicker and knew that he was terminal, he moved back to Houston and formed a company called Hair by Glenn & Co. In fact, it was right off uh, Kirby and or Wesleyan in their posh neighborhood. He lived in West U. I believe it was an old Kroger supermarket. He bought the whole damn thing. That's how big it was, and they were doing hair and all the things associated with it at that time. He was a great dude. So I feel like I'm compelled to be able to speak on that issue at least a little bit. Okay. So you want to purchase lingerie and put that on your loved one after someone else thought it out? 
Endor has wore it? What are you bringing into your life? Huh. Stop defiling one another. If you want that, there is something wrong inside of you. If your wife or your loved one wants that, there is something wrong inside of them. Oh yeah, this is very contrary to normal messages. Go check out Rabbi Manus Friedman since we were just talking about the Jewish race in three other episodes. He says, back in the old days, I'm just going to use a colloquial term, Johnny would ask Grandma. Now, why Johnny would ask this? Who the F knows, man? It's a profound lack of uh, respect. That kind of stuff needs to be taught. No one has respect anymore. Anyone can talk about anything at any time. No. Check yourself. Not everything needs to be discussed. Not everything needs to be put out there. But back to the story. Johnny would ask Grandma, right? Older Jewish lady. Well, obviously Johnny knows that he came from somewhere and that his parents came from somewhere. There is some form of activity that creates life. He'd be like, Grandma, what goes on in the bedroom? And she would simply tell Johnny, Nothing. Oh, come on, Grandma. Something goes on when you close the door and you and Grandpa go into the bedroom. Her simple reply was and is, should be, nothing. No thing. Meaning, why would you bring anything when it comes to true intimacy in between you, your wife, and if it's a girlfriend and there is intimacy like that occurring, make her your wife. Start moving toward true angels instead of the world's fake angels, which are really demons. No thing needs to come between you two. It's food for thought. If you've introduced that into your lifestyle, be careful. And you still have a chance to get rid of it. Let's work toward becoming more whole and more pure. Lord, I pray this today, that anything that is of the world that has infiltrated our relationships, knowingly or unknowingly, Help us to disarm it, purge it, and get rid of it. In your Son, Jesus' name, amen. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable and Chaos